Hello you guys, today is 17th February 2022. I haven't read uh, any articles from the past 3 days as I was busy in university activities and enjoying the environment in the university. So I'll be reading some of the articles, editorials from the past 3 days. So here is the editorial from February 14th. Uh, that was my first day of university, so I had uh, described the, my first day experience of the university. Uh, it's, uh, and it's not going that good, you know. I need some more people to talk to, but I will get them uh, sooner or later. But not right now, I don't have. I have to approach people uh, quite more but it's not that easy i don't find it very easy but i'm opening up i part today i participated in uh, the protests i screamed a lot and it was a very very good feeling i love it so let's go let's do this uh, the editorial from the uh, 14th february a faltering recovery flailing factory output trend need flailing out flailing factory output trends suggest the rebound in the economy is slow production levels in india's industries appear to be hitting a roadblock amid what the government has described in the union budget as an overall sharp rebound and recovery of the economy reflecting the country's strong resilience should have read that line with different tone like this i will read it again production levels in india's industry appear to be hitting a roadblock amid what the government has described in the union budget as an overall sharp rebound and recovery of the economy reflecting the country's strong resilience factory output as measured by the iip fell for the fourth straight month in december 2021 to a 10-month low of 0.4% compared to the same month in 2020. While the Omicron variant has become become a worry by then, what its impact has its its impact was limited. Can its impact its impact was limited to contact intensive services sectors from nearly 13% year-on-year growth in August 2021. Thanks to a low COVID-19 lockdown hit base, the IIP produced the IIP growth has tapered off every passing month. By September 2020, most of the lockdown restriction had been eased, so perhaps some labor force gaps and the shock of confidence and demands were the only hiccups for production managers. It was believed that those hiccups had been largely overcome after the deadly second after second wave receded in 2021. If that were if that were indeed the case, industrial output should have been seen a sharper pickup in the last four months of 2021 than the mere 2.5 month percent monthly average, particularly with festive seasons demand in play. That January's GST collection hit a fresh record may suggest all is well, but tax revenues also get bumped by the inflation and quarterly filling option for smaller taxpayers. Moreover, GST revenues from imports and imports of goods have been persistently rising faster than revenues from domestic transactions that include services imports. What makes the trend even harder to decipher is volatility, volatility, volatility in month-on-month IIP numbers. The economic survey of the economic survey for 2021-2022 seemed to be describing a different landscape when it stated that a nascent private investment recovery is expected to accelerate as private consumption will increase and raise capacity, capacity utilization levels. The RBI pegged capacity utilization in the second quarter of 2021-2022 at 68% and this may not have inched up much in the third quarter. Economists believe the IIP prints suggest that the budget's bet on the consumption and investment-led recovery is on a weak footing. 
manufacturing actually shrank in december with capital goods reflecting investment activity contra contracting by sharp 4.6% from 2020 levels Consume, consumer durables saw a fourth consecutive month of contraction while non durables tanked after a few months of in, insipid growth with high commodity costs cramping producers still cramp with high with high commodity growth with high commodity costs cramping producers customers still in cautious mode and the threat of steep fuel price hike looming after march 10 ills March 10th election results the going is not likely to get smoother anytime soon that the central bank remains in growth accommodative mode while the world is changing gears to tackle inflation indicates its world is changing gears to tackle inflation indicates its concern about the durability and quality of india's recovery the government must reboot reboot its rose tinted assessment of economy so that on on paper optimism is reflected in billowing factory chimneys oh boy everyone yeah i thought i had this uh, uh i had this uh, what it says is the threat of steep fuel price hike looming after march 10th election result i had this in my mind i was thinking that after the election results they will they are going to rise the fuel again fuel price again and it's not good man it's not good right now fuel price is so high it's 95 rupees per liter uh, petrol and what they have done is they actually raised the price to 112 and then they said we are reducing the fuel price to 95 and now we feel like this is become the normal so this is a very big game they are playing and after the election result i believe they will be raising the fuel prices again and if they lost this uh, lost this election the bjp lost this election it will be a thing to be seen man what happens yeah, i don't think they will lose but still there is chance for everything in politics all right i will read one more this is what this one is an article about uttar pradesh politics uh, from the same day february 14th so that heading is in uttar pradesh the crux of welfare politics the bjp formulation of social welfare politics melded with hindutva faces a stress test in the elections asim ali This is written by Asim Ali. Uh, he is a uh, Asim Ali is a political researcher and a columnist based in Delhi. Delhi. <laughs> the Bharatiya Janata Party (BJP) is fighting in Uttar Pradesh, fighting the Uttar Pradesh Assembly election on two main planks: Hindutva and social welfare. These twin pillars of the BJP's political mobilization are often treated as separate categories analytically. hence the deeper political and ideological crux of bjp's welfare politics has largely been missed more than populism however a more careful analysis would reveal how the bjp's particular brand of welfare politics is not merely electoral populism especially in the up the bjp's welfare regime centered on direct benefit transfers dbts has been designed as a part of of an ideological project that seeks to reshape the political identity of the welfare recipients and neutralize the basis on which successful political challenge to hindutva can be mounted in an influential work there is a link to it the political scientist kanchan chandra had demonstrated the basis of success of ethnic and caste based parties using bsp as a case study the essence of professor chandra's argument was that voters mainly do not vote for ethnic parties out of deep psychological attachments but because they expect to receive greater government benefits from the co-ethnic representatives 
since government programs were or have been marred by enormous bureaucratic discretion inadequate information and poor transparency voters found that most reliable way to access welfare benefits was patronage transaction with uh, with their co-ethnic parties thus she characterized india as a patronage democracy these patron client relationships have been central part of up's politics since the time of the congress dominance when government's benefits were rooted through the upper caste controlled party machine when backward caste parties the samajwadi party and the bsp came the came to helm the state the groups that were supportive were similarly mobilized through caste based patronage networks caste thus became most salient political identity the arbiter arbiter of access to state and hence the basis of political competition direct cash transfer direct cash transfers the welfare regime instituted by the double indian government of the up seeks to change all that by downgrading if not eliminating the role of caste networks in accessing most welfare benefits and welfare benefits have not been have been reconceptualized to to a large extent as direct cash transfers the middlemen have been replaced by digital regime the jandhan aadhar mobile the jandhan aadhar mobile jam triad uh establishing a direct connection between state and the welfare recipients at present the up government is directly passing money to accounts of people on 36 schemes through direct bank transfers this not only includes centrally sponsored schemes such as pradhan mantri kisan samman pm kisan nidhi yojana pradhan mantri ujwala yojana and pradhan mantri jan arogya yojana Ayushman Bharat but also various allowances disbursed by the state government a few months ago the yogi adityanath government disbursed 1100 to parent rupees 1100 to parents for purchasing school uniforms in january 1000 were reported rupees 1000 were reportedly reportedly transferred to the accounts of 1.5 crore unorganized workers in state even in tangible asset creation such as houses and toilets the government's role is limited to transferring money into account of beneficiaries these cash handouts along with the expanded and digitized provisioning of rations have been described as having created a new political constituency for the bjp termed as labharthi or welfare recipients this would be a somewhat inaccurate interpretation the political identity that the bjp seeks to nurture among these voters is still a political hindu political identity what welfare provisions in the in a universal and pra- programmatic manner do is to dilute the political salience of the caste identity clearing the way for hindutva discourse for political transformation of backward caste and dalits into hindus thus both welfare politics and hitutva work in tandem in fashioning a a singular political constituency of hindu voters oh um understanding it a bit very bit bit by bit a uh, patronage networks of course none of this is to say that up has reached some post patronage utopia let alone a post caste one patronage networks are still well entrenched in the political economy of up helping funnel a range of political goods such as government contracts in rural infrastructure a study in 2018 of pradhan mantri gram sadak yojana by researcher at princeton university had revealed that when the members of the legislative assembly and direct district collectors shared a surname a contractor with the same surname was more likely to be awarded a contract still the displacement of patronage network from large swathes of welfare delivery is qualitative change which is sharpening the patterns of political mobilization of the bjp in up in four distinct ways first the party has been weakened at the local level where mlas and district parties district party function district party functionaries have lost their power as in incessors and mediators in the welfare delivery process 
a centralized bureaucratic structure oversees these these welfare schemes the role of the local party machinery is merely to act as a marketing wing for these schemes which are personally identified with mr adityanath and prime minister and bjp leader narendra modi thus the pattern client relationship at the ground level is uh, is dissolved in fi- in favor of favor favor oh favor the spelling of favor is f a v o u r it is a british english f a v o r i guess that is american i have to check that uh, i use that wrong spelling today on right anyway uh, where were we and thus the pattern client relationship at the ground level is dissolved in favor of building up the personas of twin benevolent rulers at the top backed by a massive advertising blitz and under whose name the bjp seeks its votes second the bjp is less dependent on cultivating a spectrum of backward caste leadership to mobilize backward caste votes than it was in the previous election when it has inducted a number of leaders from other parties many of these leaders such as swami prasad maurya and dharam singh saini have now left the party left the party complaining of having received little substantive power the party believes it can weather it can weather this exodus as it managed to create its own party base among these communities fulfilling their material needs or welfare and psychological needs through hindutva neglect of public goods third the flip side of lavish spending of on cash transfers has materialized in an abject neglect of public goods such as education and health while it is true that the state capacity in these sectors in up was always quite poor the dramatic collapse of the healthcare sector during the second wave of covid-19 did did provide a political narrative to the opposition there is also a little room left to expand the state sector to the ameliorate to ameliorate 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 what i am speaking like some uh some english speaker ameliorate 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 there is also a room left to expand the sector to ameliorate the unemployment crisis another hot button issue of the election fourth the bjp's welfare politics is on the weakest ground where the presence of bureaucratic interface and organized interest are unavoidable such as the farm sector big farmers still organize themselves into unions and get the best deal out of the government it is not a coincidence that these patronage networks were then main targets of the farm reform laws and it was also these section that were at the forefront of the farmer protest when the prime minister spoke last week in the parliament he repeatedly mentioned small farmers trying to bypass the big and organized farmer in his outreach these small and marginal farmers are also core beneficiaries of narendra modi's flagship scheme towards farming community an annual 6000 rupees transfer through the pm kisan samman nidhi even as bjp quite overtly indulges in electorate caste strategies for electioneering it maintains that it is only party above jatiwad or caste favoritism it also tries to tries to convince the sub subaltern caste that the caste that the caste transfers they have come to routinely expect a outcome of the double engine government in the up and therefore might come to stop under a new regime the ideological challenge that the bjp's hindutva faces is in states such as up is to hold down the submergence of multiple political identities among the electorate it is an enormous task and the social welfare politics have been melded with hindutva for extra reinforcement this is the ideological crux of the bjp's welfare politics whose effectiveness is being stressed in the caste cauldron cauldron of the uttar pradesh election so this was the article this article described the what 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 the government has done in the past few years past few years of their ruling uh, and why they have done this and how it is influencing the politics of the uh, of the of the state 
so it is very good to see these views that like anything they the government do does they are doing for uh, some interest self interest and that is what the rationality of human beings you know the in our economics they as we assume that that human being is a rational human being everyone is a human rational human being we all seek uh, to uh, we all work for our self interests so these are the few things mm. so this was it this was a good article i will read it one more time not not now i will read it somewhere sometime later this is a good one ashim ali yeah i read his article earlier as well so this was this uh, 14th now we move to 15th february article so 15th february the i will read this editorial center of the debate a convention of cms should not be drowned in the po- polemic of electoral politics the chief ministers of west bengal and tamil nadu mamta banerjee and mk stalin respectively have jointly proposed a convention of non bjp chief ministers the initiative is still nascent and there is no clear agenda or a definite date but the political context is amply clear relation between center and the states ruled by opposition parties are strained due to the various factors ranging from questions related to gst to the partition behavior behavior of central agencies the center's move to give itself absolute powers in the transfer of ias ips and ifs officer and the overbearing attitude of several governors the relation among the states are also fraying in many instances even as the center's moral authority to be a natural neutral arbit to be a neutral arbiter is at low the tendency to mobilize political support in one state by berating by berating other states though not new seems to have acquired an additional edge with the bjp's drawing its support from northern and western region while the opposition holds on to the southern region in general a communal angle is occasionally added as uttar pradesh cm cm yogi adityanath did did last week in branding west bengal kerala or kashmir apparently for the high levels of political power enjoyed by muslims there the parliament recently prime minister the prime in parliament recently prime minister narendra modi the in in parliament recently prime minister narendra modi and congress leader rahul gandhi had a heated debate on the scope of limits of indian federalism oh cool the autonomy of the states is in their relations with the center dependent less on the ideological distinction between parties than on the nature of power sharing among them <coughs> the when the government at the center is dependent on regional parties for survival it is more accommodative towards the aspiration of the constituent groups linguistic religious ethnic or political the 2014 victory of the bjp brought to an end to the coalition era that had lasted for 25 years the current upheaval among parties in power in states is related to larger questions debated in parliament but there are individual factors too the trs is anxious about the bjp's push to expand the in telangana the dmk is anxious to protect its social justice politics from the center's unilateralism the tmc though it emerged victorious over the bjp in last year's assembly election in west bengal still has scores to settle the shiv sena in maharashtra is determined to protect its turf from the former ally allies persistent encroachment attempts for individual factors of power politics some chief ministers and state parties could be less enthusiastic than the tmc dmk and trs and sena in confronting the bjp and the center andhra pradesh cm ui and ysrcp leader jagan mohan reddy and odisha's cm bjd chief navin patnayak might consider it prudent to protect their respective turfs in tacit acquiescence 
with the bjp a convention of the chief ministers can articulate the concerns of state but it should guard against turning it turning into occasion for counter productive polemic rooted in electoral calculations so this is it this was the article the editorial and this one is a good editorial everything going around is the political thing and i like it i like i'm reading it i'm getting involved in the politics i'm not getting involved physically or or socially in the politics but uh, academically i'm getting involved in the politics and i find it very intriguing interesting it's a thing like if you want to i i see it like uh, i see i'm seeing this uh, that if you have to develop the analytical thinking you have to analyze the politics and the analyzing the politics will in, enhance your political thinking and analytical thinkings uh, in general and it is very very interesting to see that at play you know what i mean <laughs> now let's see uh, we are so we are on the february 16th newspaper wednesday mm. i will read i had read this but i have huh, i had to read this editorial i had not read this editorial let's see this one is a very crucial one i find it because it's related to the freedom and freedom is one of the one of the core beliefs i believe in i believe in freedom uh, a lot you know it is it is the right of human being every human beings to be free this is my belief and i'm going to stick to it to it for all my life because i have seen things lots of things and very bad things i've seen which hurts me so i'm going to i want to see the i will i will be always on the side of freedom protecting freedom always i'm never going to betray freedom never going to seize freedom of anyone should i not be speaking my beliefs here <laughs> Well, who cares, man? Nobody is gonna come and see it, listen to it. Anyway, so the the title, the heading of the editorial is "Gaming and Banning." <coughs> Online gaming might be addictive, but a ban will militate against individual freedom. Yet another legislative attempt to prohibit online gaming has failed under judicial scrutiny. The amendments brought to existing regulations on betting and gambling in Karnataka have been struck down by state's high court. What what what? The amendments brought to existing regulations on betting and gambling in Karnataka have been struck down by state's high court. Last year the Madras High Court invalidated similar amendments that targeted online rummy and poker. What is common to both cases is that the legislator legislature assumed a paternalistic role role arguably with the laudable aim of protecting the people especially the youth from temptation of online game gambling however the resulting provisions failed to make the distinction between game of skill and games of chance and sought to bring under proscription all proscription all games played regardless of the extent to which skill was required further the karnataka high court has rejected a key submission that it could be that it could upheld as a public order law it referred to it referred to menace of cyber referred to the quote menace of the cyber games unquote of epic proportions and the registration of the about 28000 cases by cases by police in the state in last 3 years the government didn't did have a point when it said when it said many have been have taken their own lives and families ruined as a result of gaming addiction and indebtedness 
however as a court ha- as court has pointed out if the objective was to curb the menace of gambling the government should prohibit activities that amount to gambling as such and not the games of skill while enacting the extreme pressure it did not consider the feasibility of regulating wagering on game of skill while the idea of betting and gambling conjures up the image of a bucket shop associated with dingy gaming house frequ- houses frequented by hustlers there is an element of information expression and entertainment that has constitutional protection and gaming platforms are also a legitimate business that enjoy a freedom of trade with when used for online versions of games of skill the court has drawn attention to the fact that what such ban to do, do is create a quote a wholly new category of medium based regulation when a chance of medium per se does not alter the na- true nature and content of the games unquote in other words who what is targeted is not gambling part but the online part also the amendments contradicted a general exemption in the original law to games of skill by making all online gaming punishable even if they involved skill it is clear that an absolute embargo on game of skill involving money for money or stakes could not been upheld by the court as the line between individual freedom both to carry on business and to participate in it as a consumer and the state action could not have been obliterated all legislation that assumes that the section of society required the hand of the state to guide and support them have some populist appeal and there is addictive element to online gaming but that does not mean there is no individual freedom and choice at all so it puts both sides this article puts both sides of the uh, governments what government is saying uh, there i will read this quote again i didn't understand it completely a wholly new category of medium based regulation when chance of when when chance of medium per se does not alter the true nature and content of the games wholly new category of medium based regulation when chance of medium per se does not alter the true nature and content of games gambling part not but the online part the government uses such a language it is you have to first decode the language and then you will understand what it meant a wholly new category of medium based regulation when chance of medium per se does not alter the true nature and content of games This was the February fifteenth article. From now on, I will never tell anyone any news, like ever. And I will tell them only when I have had read the in depth about the news. No man, news 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 delivery is a very bad thing, you know. Oh man, why why sh- I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have. uh said one news a few days ago i had just read the heading and i matched uh, and i linked that heading to some other 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 news which was relatable i thought the heading was talking about this but the heading is the but the content of this the editorial is completely different from what i had thought and i had told this to a friend but it was a it was a wrong thing wrong very wrong thing i'm not going to say here's the rule do you're not going to be a news delivery man period you don't have to do that you know that's not a good thing don't talk about don't talk about stupid politics anymore stop that you learn about it but don't talk about bullshit you know what i mean All right. No politics, no news delivery. Boom. That's the rule. So this was um, the 16th February article. Now I'll be reading a 17th February article. 
Let's see what happened on 17th February Dallas today. Oh, music composer Bappi Larry passes away in Mumbai. Ah, yes, he was a old guy. States and East Covid Curve Center says. Railway Romance, uh, Union Budget, Union Minister warns of using central agencies against MVA. MVA, what is MVA? Mahavikas Aghadi, our MBA leader. Nitish Aide Kuswaha accuses Delhi police of insulting Ashok. Ashok replacing Ashokan pillar with India Gate as a logo. Oh, what has happened? Oh man, Ashok Islam was very cool. Shouldn't have replaced that. So here is this one news. Nitish Aide Kushwaha accuses Delhi police of insulting Ashok, replacing Ashokan pillar with India Gate as a logo. As logo, a conspiracy. <coughs> so this is this news. The move, the move by Delhi police to replace Ashokan Pillar with the India Gate as its logo is yet another conspiracy to demean the legendary Maurya Empire senior JDU leader Upendra Kushwaha alleged on Wednesday. A key political eyed of the IDE, should I read, pronounce it IDE or IDE? IDE of Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar, Mr. Kushwaha have been uh, has been in headlines for aggressive posturing on alleged, alleged denigration of legendary ruler of Magadh who has seen uh, as an OBC icon. Oh, who is seen as an OBC icon as his grandfather Chandragupt, the founder of Maurya dynasty, was born in a family of poor shepherds. The JDU Parliament Board Chief shared uh, news items about Delhi police decision on the Twitter handle and sought to intervene, sought the intervention of Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Union Home Minister Amit Shah. Notably, the, the Delhi police reports to the Union for Home Affairs. Oh, I'm getting tired. Move to erase history. This is yet another conspiracy to erase Ashok the Great from history. Mr. Kuswaha, a former union minister, tweeted in Hindi, tagging, tagging Mr. Modi and Mr. Shah. Earlier last month, Mr. Kuswaha had kept political temp temperature high by relentless attacks on the playwright Daya Prakash Sinha after he was chosen for Sahit Academy Award. Oh, cool, man. Portraits of Vladimir Lenin and Joseph Stalin adorn the walls of Kochi ahead of CPI Marxist state conference scheduled to be held in the city of city from March 1 to 4. Street arts are cool. Political message. Portraits of Vladimir Lenin and Joseph Stalin adorns the adorn the walls of Kochi ahead of the CPI Marxist State Conference scheduled to be held in the city from March 1 to 4. Alright. This is a very good art man. Whoever drawn this is very 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 good artist.
हिजाब लाएगा case for a more federal judiciary federal judiciary is an imbalance now which the supreme court of india needs to address by empowering high courts again this is going to be a very very rich part in the article that was written by who Alright, I'll be reading this one uh, to, from the today's newspaper. The this one is an uh, economical uh, economics article, editorial man. How the hell you are not recognizing editorial and article? I know, but why are you not speaking editorial? Speak editorial, editorial, editorial. This is editorial on the left column, the most left column of the editorial page. This is editorial. Ah, oh, come on. Again, so the it is from the seventeenth February newspaper. That is today. The title is "Tina's Attack." The RBI must be ready to recalibrate its inflation projection and shift policy stance. India's inflation, based on consumer price index, quickened to six point zero one percent in January, breaching the central bank's upper tolerance limit of six percent. while the headline number was no surprise given that the rbi had fold had fold line number was no surprise given that oh again i read while the headline number was no surprise given that the rbi had forecast the acceleration the official data merit scrutiny provisional estimates show the hinterland with its pro- greater proportion of the country's poor bore the brunt of rising food prices with rural food price inflation sprinting to 5.18% from december to from december's 3.39% oils and fats quickened the fastest at 18.7% though the rbi had though the rbi had been expected to start normalizing its pandemic era policy stance in february's monetary po- policy meeting and re- reaffirm its resolve to contain inflation the central bank retained the status quo in order to support economic growth governor has governor shaktikant das has defended the rbi's projection for inflation or slow or to slow to 4.5% in financial in the financial year 23 by the by set by citing the base effect as the cause of higher headline inflation this fiscal and predicted that similar base effect would uh, help enable downtrend in the in the coming months the rbi's assumption however could unravel if the storm could on the horizon in- intensify uncertainty over the ukraine tension pushed global crude prices to a seven year earlier high this week seven year high earlier this week what i am doing here January's inflation in transport and communication which reflects retail fuel prices slowed a mite from December but was still at at 9.36% pump prices have stayed static for a while a likely effect of the poll season the center may soon have to allow marketer marketers to pass on the global price increase to consumers which could spur inflation further or cut excise duty resulting in re- lower revenue for the exchequer add to this mix the uneven economic recovery from the pandemic and the overlook and the outlook gets even more cloudy ihs markets monthly survey of purchasing manager shows that though manufacturing outputs and new orders expanded last month growth raised rate eased uncertainty uncertainty around growth prospects stemmed from the concerns about inflationary pressures the rbi's january survey shows how sold expect inflation at 10.7% a year ahead what the 
RBI's January survey shows households expect inflation at 10.7% a year ahead. Though this is a confronting decline from 12.6% being in November, a significant gap between RBI's projection and and households' views suggest consumers suggest consumer perception of price gains are markedly markedly market markedly higher and could likely constrain their spending this is undesirable at nso's advanced estimates of gdp growth for the current fiscal for the current fiscal uh, show private consumption expenditure is still lagging behind the pre pandemic level of fy20 financial year 20 any worsening on this front could challenge the RBI's objective of holding down interest rate to support growth, with Governor Das asserting that price stability remains the prime focus. The RBI must be ready to rapidly recalibrate its inflation projection and shift policy stance to match its mandate, or risk hurting its credibility. Oh, man, this is... I have to study more. I have to study more economics to understand these things. I am not understanding these these things completely. Oh man, I have to I have to improve my statics part of the all the subjects. You know what I mean? So this was the today's article, and I won't be reading much as I as I have already read for forty six minutes. And also I had participated in the protest in at the university, so I had screamed. Uh, a lot not a lot but yeah enough to get me tired <sighs> oh, man. i wish my days go and uh, days of the upcoming days at university goes fine this is the week man i got to do something this week because after this week i'll be focusing completely and thoroughly on the on the exam exams at the which are around the corner equitable energy access key of environmental policy prime minister india lacks solar waste handling policy helmet must for children under four one thousand pounds expected and def expo no more infectious music China slam squad August clicked चलते चलते मेरे याद रखना कभी अलविदा कहना ये बप्पी लहरी का गाना था आई विल प्ले दिस सॉन्ग सो बप्पी लहरी हेज डाइट टूडे यस्टरडे सो इन द मेमोरी ऑफ दिस अमूल अमूल्स वट वट इज दिस अमूल्स पोस्टर और वॉट Amul's eye poster or whatever. What they call it? Uh, whatever this is, Amul's uh, uh, Amul's cartoon. They make for any big event, and they you add this uh, pun or something line one few of the lines of Pillary, nineteen fifty two to nineteen to two Seventy years, right? Yeah, seventy years. So I'll play this song. Let's see where it is. I have to check.
Oh, the music was given by Puppy Larry. The song was sung by. Oh boy, this was the song that my history teacher at high school at my high school. In my high school, my history teacher had given had sang this song on our farewell farewell day. Wow, what a beautiful song! And I thought the song name was Alvida, but and I searched for the Alvida song, and there were lots of Alvida song, one by Sonu Nigam and many more. And I thought, no, 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 man, this was not the song. This was not the song. And very late, like just two years ago, I had found this song. That oh my god, this was the song that my mom had sang. so and i felt it so this song is so so beautiful and now i find it that this music was given by puppy larry amazing chalte chalte mere ye geet yaad rakhna kabhi alvida na kehna chalte hello singala चलते चलते मेरे so this was the song man i love this song this is one of my favorite songs and it has a memory very important memory associated with the song i have a very important and beautiful memory associated with this song so this was it for today i have read i am going to eat i am very very hungry right now so thank you